What's up, what's up, what's up? This is Sixers Girl 91 saying welcome to Harden and Millsap only, and you're listening to No One Likes Us. Hello, all my Eskimo sisters. The theme for this week's episode is, you guessed it, the absolutely incestuous nature of the Philly dating scene. We'll circle back to that because first, uh, forewarning, I am coming in extremely hot this week because my ass literally just walked in the door fresh from retrieving my belongings in Seattle City. I was there for the weekend celebrating my best friend's engagement to her fiance, who I equally adore, who she, she actually met in Sea Isle. So true love exists. You can find love at the Jersey Shore. Anyway, I must have been so blindly happy celebrating my friend's engagement that I seemingly tossed my bag off the jitney or into the Wawa parking lot or across shenanigans like it was confetti. I don't really know. I was blissfully unaware of its whereabouts until a Seattle City detective called me to come and collect. And yes, the Seattle Police Department has my cell phone number. If you're wondering why I'm still single, you've probably stopped by now. But let me tell you the most cringy story about luck and circumstance, if you want to call it that, in this little bubble that is Philly. I should probably also preface this by saying that all the stories in this episode are completely real. Q SVU dun 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 music. I literally wish I was making them up, but no. So me and the Seattle police kind of go way back. I really do love those 23-year-old bicycle cops that roam the streets trying to ruin your night. They tried to ruin mine a few years ago when I met someone at the Dead Dog and he invited me back to his rental for like an after party. It was polar bear plunge and below freezing and no one was answering his phone. So he ended up knocking down the door with his foot and shocker, it wasn't his house. So alarms are sounding like I'm freaking out. I thought the cameraman from the show Cheaters was about to like emerge. Cue Joey Greco sticking a microphone in my face, asking the most obvious and awkward questions. But no, no, God didn't grant me my 15 minutes of fame that night. Instead, who comes running out but my favorite bartender from Shenanigans wielding his like cell phone flashlight weapons. <sighs> anyway, long story short, chaos ensued and I had to take the trip down the shore like I did many, many times to clear my name. Shout out to the bartender who also showed up to help me clear my name because it wasn't my fault. Anyway, you would think that's where the story ends, right? But no, believe it or not, not too long ago when I was in an Uber to HVAC Max house, I was innocently shooting the shit with my Uber, like masked up. How long are you riding Uber tonight? How long have you been doing Uber? You know, like those dumb, basic questions that you ask when he casually dropped in random but do you ever go to sea isle this man dropped his mask and smiled at me with the biggest fate has brought us together look i was too stunned to speak mind you after he almost got me arrested he asked me out to dinner he has attempted to match on almost every app and now here i am in his car ready to like open the door and just like risk it all on Broad Street. I literally arrived at HVAC Max house with a full-blown pit stains because I was like sweating like a whore in church in the back of that Uber, wondering how my life brought me to this insane precipice. And after I even like relayed this story 
to my friends and some of them were seriously like I was so single at that point they were like well he seems really interested why don't you give him a chance girls he almost got me arrested no (laughs) speaking of HVAC max since I'm just on a roll for making myself look fantastic in this episode I guess talking about him on the latest episode made drunk sixers girl text him and we hung out, and I can confirm I still don't like him, and I literally have zero explanation for my behavior. I literally just went on a rant to y'all about situationships, so I deserve a dumb bitch sticker. I am sharing because my toxic trait currently is just blaming the podcast for everything I do and say. It's kind of just like hashtag do it for the podcast, and that was not for the podcast. That was really just me being my own worst enemy which I tend to do all the time. Anyway, speaking of which, know how they say like you find love when you least expect it and like all your friends and relationships, they love using that. Like, oh my God, I stopped looking and then I met so-and-so. Well, anyway, start a podcast about being single and you'll immediately just get swept off the market. Kidding, but like not really kidding. Breaking news. I went on such a great date. And as you know, I've literally hit the jackpot when it comes to horribly traumatizing dates. So this good one was just so kindly received and needed. And it's just really nice when you have those good ones once in a while. Like it just brings back hope into your life. We actually matched on Super Bowl Sunday and we went out on Valentine's Day very bold but like I loved it and he was just like the nicest cutest boy like one of those people that just radiates nicety that the thought of him being sad makes me sad and that's just like immediately meeting him he suggested drinks at urban village knowing that it was my neighborhood so I feel like he gives off that vibe just like hey we're in your neighborhood it's safe here and we didn't even realize that they had this corny love song bingo event we honestly tried going somewhere that wasn't romantic as we were like vibing and it was good he like admitted that he wanted to get me flowers because girls deserve flowers on valentine's day but he didn't want to scare me off and honestly good move because like i could have been scared off i don't know um hashtag a little bit damaged (laughs) kindness sometimes give me gives me the ick but he was like funny and charming and i feel like he honestly was cool enough to pull it off But now that I'm thinking about it, I'm mad at myself. Why would I ever say that? Like, it's so fucked that we come so far away from that 1950s-esque courtship that flowers on a first date could have been considered weird. And he, like, knew that. He was like, "I, I shouldn't bring flowers. That's weird. Like, if Don Draper brought me flowers on a date, I'd be all in. It's Don Draper. Like, he'd get fucking flowers. Flowers are nice. Well, flowers are nice unless you have cats. Then they're actual murder weapons. But anyway, I digress. And I'll keep you posted on that one. But for now, we shall call him my Valentine. My Valentine, who showed me such a good time on Valentine's Day. Bravo to you, Valentine. As I mentioned earlier, this week's episode is about Philly being hands down the most incestuous city on earth and I say incestuous not because we're down here Alabama style banging each other's brothers and sisters but it is not so far-fetched to meet someone 
or go on a date with someone and to know a handful of people they have already banged. Like, why and how do I know a handful of girls who have banged Scott Hartnell? It's called the city of brotherly love, but it's really like the city of engineering majors from Drexel. So be careful because they all know each other. I literally just matched with a guy who I immediately stopped texting because as we're like carrying on the conversation, I realized that at one time he was my sister's direct report. Like, come on. And this has been happening since grade school. It's like if you haven't made out with two-fifths of a CYO basketball team, did you even go to Catholic school? Shout out to St. Andrews, who literally gave birth to call her daddy, who I used to see in church. Like, it knows no bounds. I once went to a Sixers game and sat directly behind the first date of a guy on my kickball team who used to date my best friend. Like, just sat there watching his whole first date, poor guy. Speaking of kickball, I live in fear going to each game, scared one of my many failed dates plays on the opposing team and it's just like it's everywhere even like my gym crush haunts my app tempting me to send him a rose which I won't do because that shit will just be awkward and I see him every day it's just these little tiny run-ins with everyone you don't want to run into is literally the cornerstone of Philly dating Philly is so predictably small and incestuous, I accidentally exposed a cheating husband this year based off one red flag alone, and that was not having any mutual friends. Now, let me kind of dive into that a little more. Yes, I exposed a cheating husband this year based off of our mutual friends on Instagram. It just was a red flag enough that I dove into it. So, ladies, I don't know about you. But as soon as we exchange socials, I feel like I know everything I need to know. Like right now, it's very important to me if he isn't currently following Kim and Pete or if he's following Kanye, who is just basically harassing his wife to the entire nation. Ex-wife, sorry. Team Kim, always. Like it just shows a lot. Or like if you follow him on Instagram and then you see that he's one of those people that comments on Barstool Instagram, like the men that do that, seriously, why? My dad does it because he doesn't realize that he's one of thousands and he thinks like I see it and that's very cute of him. But I know that these guys, they know that they're one of thousands. Like why are they doing it? I am totally ashamed to admit that I, I get the ick from someone's Instagram about like the smallest of things. And that's something that I clearly need to work on. But like any normal person, I meticulously deep dive, which leads to this next story. So last summer, this, I don't know if I will say attractive. He's not like immediately hot, but I'll say tall, not ugly man, randomly followed me on Instagram. And this was during a time where I was taking a break from the apps. And it was this guy who he recently posted himself at a bar in my neighborhood. So I was immediately like intrigued. Per normal Instagram search, I gathered a few green flags. He was well traveled, tall. I already said that, but like, come on, he was tall. He graduated law school and overall seemed normal. 
and not a creep. Eventually, he slid into my DMs and we got to talking, exchanged numbers. Another green flag was that he had a beach house in Sea Isle, which at this point, you obviously know I am a Sea Isle diehard. So that warrants uh, say no more from me. Like, say no more. I'm interested. He has a beach house. It could be anywhere. I'm in. We plan to go out for drinks when we both get back from vacation. And it was just very casual. This guy, according to me, he was shooting his shot. He looked normal. He was from Philly. Cool. So I'm on vacation. I'm on the beach. And I start telling my friends and about this guy. And I pass my phone around. And everyone is equally excited for me. And they start asking the normal questions. Like, where is he from? Where did he go to school? How old is he? All the things I figured I'd learn on the date but that also makes a light bulb go off like who are our mutual friends so after exposing my excitement to my friends I look and I see that we have only one mutual friend a girl I went to high school with no biggie then I realized this man follows a lot of females and meanwhile I'm on the beach it's in the sun I'm like looking but not really looking I didn't do like the deep dive yet so later on post shower sunburn that great crispy feel crispy I don't know why it's described as crispy but it is just like a nice crispy feeling when you're sunburned and like freshly showered but that crisp feeling of laying in bed post shower after the beach and I start doing my like real looking looking I'm looking and I see a lot of females mostly females then I type in John I type in Nick I type in Matt I type in Joe. Nothing. He does not follow a single male name. Zero. None. Not following a single man. So I'm like, okay, weird. Red flag. And then honestly, vacation persists. I forget about him. And aside from the few reactions to my Instagram stories, we don't really speak again besides one night when he like hit me up and I asked if he was a catfish lol (laughs) i can't help myself sometimes so that was it months later after things end between me and someone else that i really liked i humor this man and his fire emoji reactions to all my instagram posts and once again we set a date he's going to come um to my neighborhood and we're going to walk to sancho pistolas and Ladies, I shower. I'm about to re-dirty my face with makeup, which is not part of my weekday routine, obviously. And then he stops responding. Thank God. But I'm so glad. I already had a weird vibe about him because usually if I make a plan, I don't check in until I am calling the Uber. And I'm saying like, hey, like there's no need to like be texting all day leading up to the date. Like let's leave some mysteriousness to ourselves. So like really I would just like, check in midday we're still on for tonight and then when I go to leave so anyway he just doesn't answer completely ghosts me and at this point in my mental state I was already vulnerable but I wasn't as mad about being ghosted as I was so curious about what this guy's deal was he sent selfies during convos his pictures all seem legit and then it all hit me that sometime and this should have registered earlier but I don't know at some time between the summer and when we planned our date he changed his Instagram name to the red bearded ghost and of course I'm immediately shook 
I needed to know more. So I took it to the famous Phil Queens Facebook group. If you know, you know. If you don't know, go find out. It's the best. Anyway, I asked just like kind of plainly if anyone had ever met this guy in person. Just a simple question, right? Well, it turns out the red bearded ghost had been ghosting women all over Philadelphia. The post blew the fuck up. Hundreds of women commenting more or less the same experience. Um, He was just hitting them with lots of texting, communication, not meeting in person. He left women waiting for him at restaurants. He spoke to women for years without meeting them. Some of them were eventually married, eventually married someone else and still received these like Instagram reactions and Snapchats. This guy seemingly just got off talking to and ghosting numerous women, hence the name Red Bearded Ghost. And remember what I said about him not being that attractive like that's the the wildest part about all of this is this mediocre man is pulling a fast one that's how that's how limited the dating pool is here in philadelphia so he is straight up ghosting all of these bomb ass girls that are in this comment section in this post and then the bomb is dropped where there is some investigator in in the Facebook group, probably multiple, honestly, because girls are going to sleuth. We know how to do it. So she was not only able to find out his identity and to prove that he is legitimately who he says he is and matches the pictures, but also that he had a wife. So the endless travel pictures he had, even the picture he took at the bar in my neighborhood, all of them had matching pics of his wife on the other side of the table or beside him on the same canyon or on the same riverside in the travel pics. The audacity of this guy and his private Instagram was was sickening. I was sick over it. I was sick over it because I brought it into the arena that is Facebook. So eventually I went to investigate the wife obviously weighing like do you inform her that this post is going viral do I let her know because I started it do I just like delete the post and mind my own business which eventually what I ended up doing but when I went to go find her socials again that were once there they all disappeared which I just find so sad I just wish her well but anyway the power of Facebook is real and scary and I don't know for sure, but I would assume she 100% knows now. And honestly, I don't think they're even from Philly. I feel like he just like targeted this area and they are from like outside Philly, like North Jersey. That is my assumption. But I did not expect this to blow up the way it did. And it really just goes to show that Philly is so small, but not small enough that hundreds of women were all played by the same ugly dude. Like, it just makes me laugh. And it also, like, it just goes to show, like, that's how hard it is out here for us. That we are literally, like, all of us had those same intuition that something was up, but we still played along with it because he was, like, kind of the cream of the crop of what we have out here. Oh, so that's just wild. But anyway, Philly being so iconically Philly with its dating has me laughing too because remember I mentioned that I went on that date with the guy who was the rapper and it was hands down the best date I've ever been on and I was laughing from start to finish I don't know if I went into it that far but that is basically what it was it was 
the date of all dates. I don't even know why I matched with him. I don't even know. He wasn't even my type. We didn't really, really talk that much. But anyway, we planned to meet at Barcade. And uh, side fun fact about me, I always bring a small little <laughs> pre-rolled joint to my dates because if they like to smoke, then like, let's do it. If not, then if it goes bad, I'm prepared. So I bring it on the date knowing this. I immediately know that he smoked before our date. So like, whatever, do you. We go into Barcade. We have a few drinks. I bring up that I have the joint. We go smoke the joint. Like, I already know that this guy isn't going to be my husband. So I kind of just want to have fun with this, like, character that I set myself up on. And I have my makeup on. Again, I don't do my makeup on weekdays. So if I'm going to wear it, I'm going to wear it out. So we're at Barcade. We smoke the J. We go back inside. We play, like, Frogger, Donkey Kong. We have a freaking blast. He has the strangest accent that I have ever heard in my life. And I try and pick up on it. And he is just like, oh, like people always say that about me. And I'm like, well, where are you from? And he goes, well, I was about to say, but he dead ass says my town. Like he grew up not even a half a mile radius from where I grew up, went to the, I went to Catholic school, but he went to the public school in my neighborhood. We grew up not even five minutes from each other. Turns out that he's actually from Russia, moved here when he was like 16, has no family here. He has just been making his life work with driving for Uber Eats, going from place to place. And then he says that most of his time is spent rapping, which like, if you are from where I'm from, they got to stop rapping. There's a lot of white boy rappers that just have no business doing that. So, I, but anyway, I love this guy. The thing about his voice is that he was Russian, but his dialect was just full on hip hop. And it was bizarre. Like, it was just, I don't, I, I can't even describe it to you. I was just in awe listening to this guy talk because it it was like a switch. Like, it wasn't until after he told me that he was a rapper that he started with this, like, hip-hop dialect. Like, I honestly think he started calling me baby girl from that moment on. So, anyway, I'm, like, internally screaming, laughing so hard, but also just, like, laughing out loud because... I'm blitzed. So he tells me that he's a rapper and then he he lays in the groundwork that there's an open mic night at the fire, which is complete walking distance from where we are. Open mic night, his friend's running it. So he's just like, do you want to go? And I'm just like, absolutely. So we pick up, it's freezing out. We truck down to the fire. Within minutes of me walking into the fire, he is on stage and I'll play a little clip for him rapping so you could hear what I heard. So he's up on stage, rapping, sweating. I mean, he is just giving the crowd his all more power to him. Like good for him. He comes back off stage. He's like, Where you, how did you like it? And I was honestly, I, I, I had to be honest because if he asked me any more questions, I wouldn't be able to tell him. I couldn't hear 
uh, understand a word that he said. The man was not speaking. He, he was speaking in tongues. It was literally just like loud into the mic, spit like. I did not hear a thing. So we go outside. He he rolls a blunt and we smoke that. And then he plays some of his music for me, which actually was so good. It was pretty good. I wish he did that on stage because then I would have been like, been like, yeah, that's my man's. That's my date for tonight. Um, he went on stage one more time that night. The rest of, honestly, if you ever happenstance upon the fire for an open mic night, the talent there is incredible. I like now want to make it part of my routine. I actually texted that guy and I said, hey, like not feeling it romantically, but I want you to be in my life. You are so much fun. And now he invites me whenever he goes to the fire. It's amazing. So I just can't believe that this crazy ass date grew up down the street from me. Like, I really hope that like on holidays, I run into the man at my local giant. It is just so bizarre. So to wrap (laughs) this episode up, because I'm currently late to a date that I just found out was actually an ex friends with benefits with one of my friends a few minutes ago. So fitting. I can't make this shit up. Anyway, I'm very excited for this date regardless. He seems cool. I just want to say thank you for tuning in to another episode with just me by myself rambling on. I apologize for not getting this out sooner because I have discovered that I am all gas, all breaks, dream big, act small. Okay, I didn't just discover that. I have literally always been this way. But girls, be wise out there. Here in the city of brotherly love, having mutual friends and not having mutual friends are both red flags. Go out on those dates, meet your Valentine or your new favorite SoundCloud rapper. But whatever you do, swipe left on the red bearded ghost. Stay gorgeous, Eskimo sisters. XOXO, Sixers girl.